Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a -a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out and one building is already booked solid. So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right, early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. Did you know that trust is the foundation of all relationships, but how do you build trust into your business? Well, it's through storytelling, sharing your story, stories of your customers, stories of your team. And today we're covering all things story with the copywriter who helps us at Pet Boss Nation. Her name is Kate Miller, and she is here to share some of her best tips and have a discussion with me around how connection through story can actually translate into currency for your business. Welcome to the Boss Your Business podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candace Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. Today, you're going to hear some great, great stories about Pet Boss Nation, about my dogaholics, pet businesses, even stories I'm sure that Kate has to share with us today stories of our clients. It is story hour here (laughs) at the Boss Your Business podcast. And I have a special guest with me today, Kate Miller, who's on our team, who helps write copy and provides inspiration for what you read in our emails and on our blog and so many other things as part of the Pet Boss Nation community. Welcome, Kate, to the podcast. Yes. Thanks, Candice. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you about storytelling today. I'm excited too, because I think when we think about storytelling, it is 
It can come across in a lot of forms, right? It can come in, in video and verbal communication. And it's also, we think of copywriting and what you do, it's the written word too. Why is telling stories so important? I think in the pet industry, especially storytelling has such an emotional appeal to your customers or to the customers that you're trying to reach. And I think that's why it's important to really share the why behind your story, because rather than just selling what you have, telling people why you're selling what you have and why did you start your pet business in the first place? And was there something like special in your life that inspired it? Or was there a special pet that inspired it? And what led you from point A to point B, from starting the business in the first place to wanting to help the customers that you're trying to help? And I think probably the most powerful way to do that is by telling like the story that happened along the way, the story that unfolded so that your customers can feel like they have something to relate to. And the stories of our pets, the stories of the products that we sell, the manufacturers, the services we offer, stories of our customer base too. Like there are just stories everywhere. And you're right. That is truly how people connect. This morning, I had an experience where I was able to share my story to high school kids. This really cool program called Knox CEO. And it's where high school kids, juniors and seniors get to uh, work on learning about business and actually create a business from scratch and then go and sell these products to our local community. Some of them end up turning into businesses. But I have for the last couple of years been involved in that. Actually, Pet Boss Nation is a sponsor of that program here in our local area. And, and then I do a lesson. We met at 7.30 this morning at the coffee shop to tell my story, my entrepreneurial story. But it was fun to because I knew I had to connect with the high school kids. So I started thinking about what I was doing in high school and even what my college experience was like and how that set the tone really for what led me into becoming a small business owner after college. And then principles that we teach at Pet Boss Nation, how it could relate to these businesses that they're creating. And it was just so fun to, again, reconnect with stories, things I hadn't shared, the internships I had in college. And I could see them be like, wow, you worked at Disney? <laughs> I was like, yeah, or just different things that I did. And it was fun to see their eyes like lighting up and excitement about the projects they were working on. But I knew what I went, I had to bring visuals, right? So I brought the Pets Plus magazines. I brought our stickers that we make for our clients and hand out at trade shows. I had a slideshow for them that told the story and the whole journey of Pet Boss Nation. Going into that, you had to dig up stories that you didn't even think would become relevant, right? Like yeah. you were like thinking of how can I relate to this specific audience? And I think that's like the power in stories as a, is that it creates this common ground. And I think when we use our, our stories in our brand's marketing, maybe we're reflecting back on the past and maybe we're connecting to a potential customer in that way. They've experienced something similar in their past. But in what you just explained, you dug into your past and these students might be looking into their future. And that's where your common ground is. So it's all about using your story in a unique way. It's, to reflect on the context of the situation. Mm -hmm. And that probably, that was probably so powerful for them. And what a great lesson for them to learn to like kind of relate to your stories and think about what's possible for them moving forward. Yes. And I, that reminds me of the stories that, a story specifically that I did start to share in my pet businesses. We just said goodbye to Clover recently. And Clover lived a long, happy life, but she was a pistol. She <laughs> she was intense, to say the least, sometimes, and very protective of me. And she had some stories that I hid a lot. Not not, not stories, but I was embarrassed that here I'm, I own this pet business 
And my dog got kicked out of daycare, my own daycare, right? <laughs> my own daycare, my own dog got kicked out of daycare. And, and at first I hid that and was very embarrassed. But actually what ended up happening is once I started sharing that story with customers, oftentimes who we had to say goodbye with, to part ways with at our doggy daycare, they really felt like they were a bad pet parent because their dog was getting kicked out of daycare. But once <laughs> I was able to share the story of, no, my dog, right. my dog had done that. It was like, it released all this pressure from them and they, they connected with me and it, they felt comfortable and okay with it all. But that was one of her stories. Another one was that she just would bark a lot at my employees and bark like in our office space and just was very protective. And it made our employees really uncomfortable. And so they actually were like, can you please get a dog trainer in here to help with her? And I was like, again, oh, wow, my staff's telling me I need to get a dog trainer, which is true <laughs> to get control clover. So I started working with a local dog trainer. And what was really, really great about that whole experience, again, I didn't tell that story when it was happening. But after it was over and I realized, oh, wow, once I started paying attention to working with my dog on different techniques and working with a local trainer and um, different tips that I had this uh, much more well-behaved dog. And then mm -hmm. I was able to share that entire story with our customers to say, hey, if you have a dog that's out of control, it's okay. My dog was out yeah. of control too. And I started focusing on dog training and here's our opportunities that we you know, provide to help you gain control of over your pet too. But I feel like the stories I hear a lot of times are people who are like, oh, my dog had health problems and that's why I opened this natural dog food store. They're not really talking about like that pain point of no, I have, my dog has some serious issues and, and we're working on that and you might have serious issues too. And we as a company can be there to support you because we understand what you're going through as a pet parent. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of times the most powerful stories are the ones that involve struggle. And like you said, like it, it, when you're in it, it might feel like oh, this is something that I don't want to share because I feel like I should have a better handle on this or, or whatever it is that you're feeling or, but once you kind of like become vulnerable and like transparent and dog is perfect. <laughs> and I think most people can relate to that. And uh, maybe they're not out there broadcasting with their issues with their dogs or anything in their life, like any of their problems, but once you put it out there, you get a lot of feedback that is, yeah, me too. I struggled with this too, or I struggled with something similar and I didn't know where to turn. And let me hear like how you found a solution. And mm -hmm. I think in, in pet businesses, again, that's how a lot of pet businesses are born. It, it starts with this one experience or this one struggle that you had, or, and like you said, something that you might feel a little bit embarrassed about, but then once you worked through it, it became almost a passion for you. And then mm -hmm. you maybe found a solution and you know that you have a solution that can help other people because other people are going through the same thing, even though we, maybe we're not talking about it. And the more people that do talk about it and share those stories, the more we're going to find that common ground and be able to help each other. Exactly, exactly. Because it's continuing to build that emotional connection with different parts of your audience and different right. parts of your customer list and followers. And and then it differentiates you, right? Your stories differentiate you from the competitors in the space, mm -hmm. other businesses that are out there who either one, aren't sharing their stories or two, have a totally different story. Definitely. And just recently for a blog post about using storytelling in your pet business's marketing, we had asked Pet Boss Club members to share some of their stories, kind of their why story. Why did you start your business? What led you here? And they were quick. We just asked for Facebook comments back and we didn't ask for the whole... We didn't ask for a novel, but people were able to relay their story to us and tell us why they started their business. And we probably collected five or six of those to share on that blog post, which we can link up in the show notes for if anyone wants to check out those stories. But 
the interesting thing that I saw was that no story was identical to the next. Like everybody had a slightly different story and they were really interesting to read through to to see how these businesses developed. And it does, it helps you stand out. You have a really unique story to tell. And I think a lot of people might feel like their story isn't unique or maybe their story is boring. You hit it on the head right there with unique because yes, they shared, but they also shared a little bit more, right? They like went into the details of it. They didn't, because again, we could say a lot of pet businesses are started because of a pet. So that's the easy, Mm -hmm. that's the high, high level point of sharing your story. Oh, I started this business because of my pet mojo. And you're like, all right, but go deeper. What makes that story unique? What other details can you share to really paint the picture? Right. Definitely. And of course, it's going to build a connection with obviously a pet loving audience and it's going to differentiate you and and build in that trust factor. Okay. You develop this business and you have this why story, but why should I trust you and your business to offer me the solution that I need or the thing that I want? Why should I choose? Why should I trust you? Yes. (laughs) Trust is the foundation of all relationships. (laughs) Yes. And I think that it's important for a customer, I think, especially now with social media being so relevant and we're just consuming so much digital marketing all the time. But I think what's going to set you apart and what's going to make your people like your loyal customers find you is it's that background and that motivation for why you started your pet business and how much they see themselves and maybe their situation in that. And the more that you tell it, the more they have a chance to connect to it. Mm -hmm. Yes. So let's talk about some of those ways that they can share their story and places they can do it, how they go about it. What do you suggest? I suggest everywhere, everywhere that you can. Because I think that a big struggle for a lot of business owners that I see is they don't they don't feel comfortable like being repetitive with their storytelling. And I think marketing is so hard to keep up with as it is, right? But I think that when it's like hard to talk about ourselves. It's hard to like continuously tell your story over and over and over again. You think, oh my gosh, like I'm just a broken record (laughs) telling the same story over and over again on the internet. But it's not true because if you really think about it, like even on social media, you're only reaching a small percentage of your audience with every post, with every story, with every... And same with email. Yes, you're going to have those loyal people who open every email, which is great. But those are your people. They don't mind hearing your story over and over again. And the rest of the people who aren't opening every single email, maybe they missed your story here or there. So I, I suggest sharing it on your website. This is like particularly good to share on your about me or about us page for your brand. Tell your brand story and always relate it back to your ideal customer. Like here is my story and here's why it matters to you. And here's what I now have have to offer you based on my own experiences. And like I said, people people want to connect. They want like a humanized shopping experience. They don't want to just they don't want to just click buy now. They want to know that you care. They care mm-hmm. that you care about your business, that you care about what you're selling and what you have to offer them. And your story is going to help to show them how much you care about that. So definitely on your website. Yeah. And start. I think when you think about just you bringing up the word care and especially in pet care businesses, yes. you're actually 
that the owner is giving their fur baby to you to to get groomed or to to play or to be watched. And it's really important that they trust the person and the team and the company that is um, caring for their animal. And really one of the best ways to do that is through sharing the story of even that specific pet's experience while they're there in your care or sharing your background and experience of however many years you've been working with pets and connected to pets and maybe some of your favorite things you love about pets or how you go above and beyond in your in your business space. Like I was just talking to Karina from the Laundromat recording her podcast. And I think that was actually when this airs, that was the last episode before this one. And she talks about how because she's a she was like a biology major, but and she also now is an, a biology instructor, but so cleanliness was always very important to her anyway, but it wasn't necessarily a story that she felt like nobody cared about that stuff <laughs> before the pandemic. She felt like her customers really didn't care. And then the pandemic shifted everything. And so now talking about how clean and cleanliness, like in the systems they have in place for her business and sanitation, it was like something that is core to her brand and who she is. Right. But it wasn't a piece of the story that she maybe thought to share before, but now is a big piece of what's yeah. important. And yeah, that actually that. led her, she started teaching other people about it too. And, and so it's just that small piece of her story became a kind of a foundation of a lot of things that, that grew out of that. The pandemic and having those standards in place, it shifted her story over time. And mm-hmm. now it's a big piece and it's something that people care about and they want to see that she cares about it too. But yeah, sharing everywhere, social media in blog posts, email marketing. One that I had mentioned on the blog is if you are developing a product on your packaging or or in, in store, like in your store signage. Next, wherever. I, I'll yeah. get to tell you, I, I just saw one of my friends who has a doggy daycare posted a picture on Facebook. And it was funny because they took the one-star review that they had gotten and put it on t-shirts <laughs> that they wear <laughs> <laughs> because it didn't make any sense, but they th- wanted to have fun and be playful with it. And so that's showing the humor inside their right. business. And, and so gosh, you could do, you could put your stories in, in pamphlets, do them in Facebook lives. Like you said, social media, mm-hmm. when you go in and network, when you speak at like today, I, I don't, that those Knox CEO students are not my customer base. But I shared my story and hopefully it inspired other people. Maybe it'll even mm-hmm. inspire them to come work in the pet industry. Who who knows? And that was your goal for today, to yeah. go there and inspire them to pursue their dreams. And right. you did that through the power of stories. Right. So why is it so hard for us to talk <laughs> about our, why is it so hard for us to pull the stories out and feel comfortable sharing them? That's a good question. I don't know. I think that it's just with anything. I think like anywhere, at least for me, any social situation that I end up in, I feel like I leave it thinking, oh my gosh, did I talk about myself too much? Oh my gosh, did I relate every story back to myself? I feel like we have to just throw that notion out the window. Stories and our experiences and our lives are how we connect to each other. And I don't know where along the line we decided that we couldn't talk about that too much. It's bragging um, or it seems like you just are, are your egos too big or what exactly. else? Exactly. And I don't, I don't think that's the case. And I'm guilty of this too. And like in my own marketing efforts and stuff and just feeling, oh man, I just talked about this maybe a week or two ago. Like I'm not going to do a post about this. And I think we have to push through that like uncomfortable feeling because I I don't think that's true. And I think that the people that you're really, truly trying to reach are, are gonna connect with you through that story and not mind that you're telling it over and over again. And I think that every time we tell our story, we're pulling different pieces of it out. 
I, for one, can never tell a story and remember every detail every single time I tell it. You're going to hit on different points in the story along the way, depending on the context of what you're addressing. And yeah, I think that the only way to get over that uncomfortableness about telling your story and sharing with people is through it. You just have to (laughs) keep on doing it. Keep practicing it. And hopefully, hopefully it, it will become easier over time. It will become easier. And I think that, I don't know, to for a tangible action step here, like trial it for a month. How often can I incorporate my story? Like challenge yourself. Give your, I'm going to talk about at least some aspect of the story behind my pet business for the next month, whether that's an email, whether I'm going to write two different blog posts about it, whether I'm going to email every other day and do a social media post the other days or whatever that is, you just have to kind of power through it. And I think that what will happen is that you will still see people start to comment and say, Hey, me too. Or, Hey, that sounds, that reminds me of this experience that I've had with my pet or, or whatever it is, you're going to see that connection build and it's going to make it feel worth it. And then that's when it becomes easier. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I have homework too for them then. (laughs) You made me, you made me sharing that. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I remember going to like a story workshop. I was at a, I was at a conference about public speaking and Mm -hmm. helping us again, public speaking is all about sharing stories. People would rather much, much rather hear stories, right? And they remember how you made them feel the emotions that you pulled out of them versus all the strategies and specific steps you gave them. But anyway, in the story workshop, they had us put big, those big giant post-it note, flip chart post-its all over the room. So for our audience listening, what you can do is just grab your notebook or open up a Google Doc or something and, and have two columns, right? Divide it down the middle. And on the left side, I want you to think about all the things that your customers might be feeling, thinking, doing, right? What are with their pets or what are things they worry about? What are things that excite them? What might be experiences that they've had? And just jot all those things down. And then on the other side of it, start to just mirror across what's a story that you have or a story of your customer that you could share that relates directly to that pain point or desire or whatever it is. And then now you've got a quick cheat sheet for every time you need a story. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a great idea. And you'll and you'll start to build on that. And I think as you get more feedback from your stories too, yeah. you, it might even spark different stories that you never even thought to tell. Oh man, I remember this one time. And then that becomes a whole story that you can tell over and over again. It's definitely going to leave like a lasting impact in your marketing efforts for sure. And it can translate into sales because I want to go back to Clover. Yes. So Clover, one of the things that we started to use as a tool that we had that we sold at our business was the pet corrector. It was like a red can that just basically, it looked like a hairspray can and you press the top of it and it lets out a loud air sound, like a sound, right? And then depending on how you pressed, it could be really loud or soft, but which was a great training tool to use. And so with her, it worked amazing. And then it got to the point where the can just had to sit in the room and she was like, oh, the can's here. (laughs) And, And I shared that story with my employees who also were witnessing Clover's transformation and her training process, right? Because the dog, the dog trainer would come to the business mm-hmm. and we sold those. And I'll tell you, the minute I started incorporating that product into our training method and shared the story, we sold those things like crazy because now everybody felt like they had that testimonial, that true, like this works mm-hmm. <laughs> experience. Yeah. And we sold those things like crazy. So yeah. it can't Actually- translate to sales. Uh, Yeah. And that's actually, I have a relatable story there too, because I worked in a dog daycare and same, and we had a a retail space as well. And same thing, we sold this like crazy (laughs) because people would come in and they, 
would ask me questions about like, how do you manage these large groups of of dogs playing? And are there ever fights? And are there ever, (laughs) what do you do? Like, how do you handle that? And obviously we had like various Mm -hmm. methods for how we handled that, but that was one of them. We we had pet corrector and (laughs) and I would show them and they would be like, well, what else can I use this for to get get my pet to stop doing something? So same thing. They, they were like amazed by this product and we were able to work it into kind of that sales process, but it was, it was helping them. It didn't feel like I was just making out to make a sale. It was a genuine connection and a genuine conversation that then led to a sale. And at the end of the day, that's what this business being in business is all about. So it's helping people and also profitable sales. Which is something that we do here at Pet Boss Nation. We help small businesses make more money and have more fun. And we do that through sharing my experiences and my journey in that because I had my own pet businesses and worked on my professional development. I've had my own ups and downs and have really seen what's possible when I invest in my professional development. So we do share those stories a lot because it connects me to our audience and we share our customer stories, not just these stories we already shared about their whys, but even like the successes that they have inside our programs. And when I think about one of the biggest reasons why I know Pet Boss Nation and this company that I've built and that now we're building as a team together is that we are like our customer, right? We've been in their shoes. We understand the day-to-day challenges that they're having. And a lot of the resources that were out there before, while we have, and these are great friends of ours, let's like even think of the big associations, right? They're amazing, but they're, a lot of them were run by manufacturers for a long time. And now they are understanding that they're bringing small business owners onto their boards and 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 expanding who, who even makes up their organizations. But at the time, a lot of the resources when Pep Boss Nation was founded were created by these big brands, big manufacturers, big box and saying, hey, here's some tools that will be helpful to you. And while they were very helpful, they weren't connecting with the true challenges and that they didn't have the emotional stories behind them. And so when we came under this scene, I should say back in 2017, it was like, I could connect on a totally different level than these other organizations or that a software company could that helps with marketing. And I feel like that's really what propelled us forward faster because we, I shared so much of my own challenges. I'm very honest. Our listeners here, they listen to this podcast. Like I'm very honest. I'll be like, I was $400,000 in debt. I had employees right. stealing from me. I had my marriage was falling apart. My dog was barking at everybody. Was. <laughs> it was like, I'm honest. I'm an open book because, and people were like, I can't believe you're just so open about sharing that. Are you afraid of what people think? And I'm like, no, because you got, it's like, what is it? Uh, I had a coach once that always said, make your mess, your message. And it was like, <laughs> and that was like true because I'm like, yeah. my mess was my message because I overcame the mess. I figured out right. how to live a, a more thriving life, not just in my business, but with my pets and in my relationships with my my employees. And my it was it all comes full, full circle, but but when you do the work. But anyway, I, I, I like to share those stories because I know that at some point they're going to resonate with um, somebody who needs help and who's listening to it. And that's what we're here to do at Pet Boss Nation. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And it built that trust. You had the nuance of that day-to-day that I think no one at the time could offer. And that was the difference maker for Pet Boss Nation. They they were able to connect on a different level because of that. Yeah. Which builds trust, (laughs) the foundation of all relationships. Yes. Definitely. So Kate, as we wrap up today, your profession, you've started, like you said, you've worked in the pet industry and now you've made a career out of telling stories of of different brands and service providers that work in the pet industry. As someone's thinking about, because copy is your expertise, 
Yes. Do you have anything, any kind of big, what's, what's a, what's a tip you'd want to share with our audience when it comes to writing about their, their business and their brand? So I definitely think that I think for anyone, the writing process seems to be a pain point for a lot of people. It's like they sit down and whether or not it's, I don't know if my story is interesting enough, or I just, I don't consider myself a writer necessarily. So like one thing I think as a starting point for at least telling your story in your marketing is to, to tell your story, like vocally tell your story, like record yourself telling your story and you can transcribe that and pull pieces of it for, for your marketing. And it's not going to sound perfectly, like perfectly beautifully written or anything, but it's going to sound genuine. It's going to be how you would say it if you were having a conversation with someone and bringing that conversational tone into your marketing copy is so important rather than trying to sound like grammatically correct all the time or, or just proper or whatever you're trying to do in your, in your writing. So I think that's like a great starting point and just have a document somewhere where you just like just ramble on, just tell your whole story and then go and edit that down or take a piece of it for an email or go back to it for inspiration to write something in your copy. And like I said, just incorporate your story wherever you can and don't be afraid to be repetitive. Challenge yourself to really put it out there. I think, like I said, on your website, in your social media, make reels about it, make static posts about it, make carousel posts about it, talk about it in your stories. In blogs, take a piece of your story even and and turn it into a teachable moment in a blog post. As far as email marketing, yes, always go back and reference your experiences and your stories, but also have a welcome sequence. Let that be the first thing that people learn about your business is, is why it exists to begin with and what the journey was to get you there and why you're now in their inbox, <laughs> offering them insights and offering them information and just start to build that relationship. But keep it conversational. It doesn't have, you don't have to overthink it. So yeah, that that would be my advice is like, just don't be afraid to tell it and tell it in the way that you would when you're having a natural conversation with anybody and you'll start to build relationships that on trust with people that are going to become your loyal customers. Yes. I love that. I love that. And that's one of the things that I love about this podcast is that it is full of stories, stories of our team members, stories of our clients and my stories as well. So if you haven't had time to go back and listen to any old story episodes, go back, go find them. We will link to some in our show notes. We'll also link to how people could connect with you, Kate, if they wanted to follow you and work with you on your with copy. We'll do that at you can go to petboss.com forward slash episode 118. So petboss.com forward slash episode 118 to get to all the links that we'll share. We'll go to, we'll connect to that blog post we were talking about and some other episodes where I share my story of how I got started, how I sold three businesses. We've got a great one about three terrifying and true stories. Yes. I was going to say, you have some doozies. <laughs> but there's one, there's one about a hotel room at Super Zoo. That's a great story. Definitely go back and and review some of Candace's yeah. interesting or the stories. razor blade in the cookie. Yes. Oh <laughs> yeah. There's some good ones. There's there are some, some good, good ones. ones. I have, and I have so many more that I haven't even shared on the podcast. I know you soon. Always, we work together. You always like, just send me voice memos of things so that I can. And, and like I said, the world. Yeah. 
I often, yeah, I ask you to send me a voice memo and do you not see bits and pieces of how you would naturally talk in our copy because I I have a voice memo to reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also maybe the people are even realizing for the first time that Candace doesn't write every single piece of copy that goes out. (laughs) It would be impossible. The amount of content that Pet Boss Nation now creates with our email newsletters and our blog posts and transcripts and social media posts. It's a whole team of people that make this all happen. Didn't start that way though, right? It wasn't me just in the beginning, so... It takes time, but it is it is possible to get support and get people who can share the voice of your brand. We thank you, Kate, for being on our team and for caring so much about our customer and the brand as well. And and I would love to go ahead. If What's the best place for people to follow you or to connect with you? Yeah, you can go to my website is katemellerwrites.com. You can follow me on Instagram at katemellerwrites. It's also katemellerwrites on Facebook. Yeah, and just come and hang out. And I'm so honored to be here. I love being a part of Pat Boss Nation. And so thanks for having me. All right, everybody. Stay tuned for more episodes and more stories on the Pet Boss Podcast. <laughs> Bye-bye. I have over two decades worth of experience as a small business owner, and I've helped thousands of pet professionals see success with the strategies and tips that we share. But I bet 100% that you have a question for me. You have a burning business question that you just wish I would record a podcast episode about. Well, now is your chance. We have a website that you can visit where you can submit a question for me that I might record an episode all about. So if you have that burning business question, don't hide it any longer. Share it with me by visiting askpetboss.com. That's askpetboss.com. And tell me your question and it just may turn into a future podcast episode.